Shalom over Chorab the Pesachas Baba Kama Daf Chof Zayin. The final of the second parak today's Daf discusses throwing things off a roof, falling off a roof, destroying things in that regard. We discuss someone who puts a coal on his friend on his friend's clothing, and then in the brand new parak we discuss someone who puts his kelim in Rishis Rabim and the damages that are incurred there. Discuss we discuss the difference between a pach and a chovis, you know, how they're interchangeable. Uh, whether one is high to look where he's going, cost of boishes, and whether someone can take uh, halachic matters into his own hands without going to court. We begin with Rabbo, who says that if someone throws a baby off of a roof and someone else catches the baby on a knife, there's machlekes Rabbi Yehuda Maseir and the Rabbonon. What's his machlekes? The price says that if, if you have 10 people who are hitting somebody with sticks, whether it's at the same time or one after another, they're all going to be potter. The Pazak says, Shiaka kol nefesh adam. Kol ha nefesh. You don't have here kol ha nefesh. But Rabbi Yehudim would say, that the last one who hit is going to be Chayev for killing him because he brought the death a little closer. So, so to hear, the sword shortened the baby's life and he's going to be the one to be Chayev. If an ox came and caught the baby on his horns, killing it. So here's Machlegis. Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishol, Rabbi Yoichanon ben Baruch and Rabbonon. This is the case in Abraisa. Brings the pasuk uh, by Koifer. So when someone kills, he has to pay. Rabbonon say that means the value of the nizuk, the the person that was damaged. Rabbi Shmuel ben Yishol, says no, it's the demei of the mazik. Koifer is the value of the damager. Uh, Rashi understands that the nizuk means that he's going to be potter because the baby falling is valueless. Rabbi Hanal actually learns that the demei mazik means potter. Next, Rabbi says that if someone falls off of his roof and somehow the situation was that he landed inside of a woman and was boil her, he is chayiv dalid vorim tsari peshevus and boishes. If this woman happens to have been her, his Yevama, that's not a, a Kenyan. He was not Mekai in the mitzvah of, of Yibum. He, he, because that's not a Maisabiyah. He didn't have any Kavona. Rav Moshe Feinstein actually has a uh, whether if this act produces a baby, will that child be a Mamzer, even though this was a Yevama and Yevama? It just, since they didn't have Kavona to do Yibum, does that make the child a Mamzer? However, in this case, the guy who fell off is going to be Chayiv Nezek Tzari Boishes, not Boishes. Because the Mishnah says, you only Chayiv Boishes with Kavono. Rabbi also says that if someone falls off the roof with a strange wind, so he, he, should, he should have been, so he was being as responsible as he should have been. And when he lands, he damages and is Mavayr somebody. He's Chayiv for the damage, but he's Potter for the Dalad Varim. If it was a normal wind, so he was being irresponsible. So over here, he's chayev for the damage, for the embarrassment, and for the Dalit Varam. He's just going to be potter for, for Busha. He'll be chayev for Nezek Ripoy, and Sheves. Because the Maya said the Busha didn't have Kavana for. And Busha seems to be defined by the Kavana of the Mevayish. If, however, on his way down, he, like the skydivers, shifted himself to be able to fall in a different position. Even if it was just for his own safety, he's still going to be high for that bush because that implanted Kavona into his action. 
We have a brayza that says when the when the pasuk tells us the shilcha yada that a woman sees her husband fighting with somebody and she reaches out and grabs grabs the oisei mokum of the person he's fighting with to to cut off the fight. Now it's obvious that vehezika that she grabs it. Why does the pasuk need to say after v'shilcha yada vehezika? That tells us that since she had in mind to damage him, even though she didn't mean to embarrass him, she's still going to be high for the busha that she caused that man. Next, Rabbi tells us if someone puts a coal on the chest, the heart of somebody, and the guy just leaves the coal there until he dies, it burns through his chest. He's, the guy who put the coal there is potter because the guy should have removed it from his chest. If you put it on the guy's baguette and it burns through the baguette, that he'll be high for. Rava says, there's a bright set of back of both of these halachas where he's going to be potter when he puts it on his heart and it kills him because the Mishnah says that if someone pushes someone into a fire or into water and the guy can't get out so when he dies the guy is a murderer he's chayev but if he pushes him into fire or water and the guy can get out then the guy's potter for, do, for doing that because the guy should have gotten out the Bryce that backs up the, the chiyuv when the guy puts a call on the person's garment is the Mishnah that says that if someone tears someone's clothing or breaks his a pitcher, he's chayiv. Even though the guy tells him to. The guy says, here, t- rip my shirt. Smash my cup. The guy says, all right. Smashes his coffee mug, he's chayiv. Ah, you told me to. That doesn't matter. But if the guy says, smash my cup, and you're, on the condition that you're potter, then when I smash his cup, I'm potter. There's a thesis that brings down, not here, but the thesis says that you can't do this with your body. This is only with your caleb because your body's not yours can't be moichel on that. And Rabbah asks, what happens if it puts a coal on the heart of an Eved, not a free person, on an Eved? So does that count as his body, which should be like anybody else who the Eved should have removed the coal? Or do you look at him as property, as Momoin, in which case he's not expected to take off the coal and the Misa will be on the person who put the coal there? Even if you're going to say that, that an Evan has the din of, a, of a, 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 goof, a goof of a person, that he should have taken it off, what would be the Allah by an axe? Do you expect the axe to knock off the coal? Or am I chayev for killing this axe? Bravo asked, and he answers the same question. He says that an Evan has the din of a person, the Evan is responsible, expected to take off the coal. An axe has the din of Mamun, and you'll be chayev for that death. Hajan Allah Kitsara Regal, second paragraph Baba Kama, which began and included some of the most incredible sugyas in all of Shas. Beginning with how Regal is muad in what cases. We even had some Tumma and Tahara, we discussed Shrey Reis Chatsi Nezek, Nezek Sholim for Sumchis, Koyach, Koychoy, we begin the third paragraph of the Mishnah tells us that if someone puts his pitcher, his kad, in Mishnah Sarabim, and then someone else comes and breaks it, the guy who broke it is Potter. If the guy who broke it actually gets damaged, gets hurt by the shards of this broken clay, the Balachov is the barrel owner, is Chayiv. Now the Gemara asks a pragmatic problem with the Mishnah, you started off saying that the guy left a pitcher, and then you're talking about him breaking his barrel. We have a similar question in two other places. We have a Mishnah that says, if one guy comes with his barrel, and the other guy comes with his beam, and the beam break, breaks the barrel, 
But over here, instead of saying breaking the barrel, it says it breaks his cad. So he says he's potter. Hold on, I thought he was a barrel. Now the barrel turned into a pitcher, a cad. We have another mission, same kasha. One guy has a barrel of wine, and this guy has a pitcher of honey. If the honey barrel breaks, and the wine guy spills out his wine to save the honey from the pitcher, not the barrel, he has to pay for the time that the guy invested the cost of that labor, but not for the guy's wine. But hold on, like, was it a pitcher or a barrel? So if Papa says, you see from these three cases, that a cod is a chavis, a pitcher is a barrel. What's enough, Kamina? Why does the Mishnah need to tell us that it's the same thing? Well, for sales. If you want to buy a cod and the guy sells you a chavis, that's valid. The Gemara says, really? Hold on. If you live in a place where everyone calls a chavis a chavis and a cod a cod, then how can he give you a cod for the chavis that, you, that you're supposed to buy? That, that's obviously not what I meant. Elamai, the Gemara says, we're talking about a place where most people call a kara kara and a chavis a chavis, but some people call a chavis a kara and a kara chavis. So I might say to go after the roiv of people in the city, oh, kabash malon, that when it comes to monetary issues, we do not go after the roiv. Don't you make assumptions about the thing that you're buying based on what most people do with this, call this, use it for. Next, the Gemara says that if the, per- the person comes and he breaks the barrel, he is potter. The guy shouldn't have left it in the street. So the Gemara says, why is he potter? Shouldn't he look where he's going? Why is he not responsible for things that he walks into? So the Gemara has three answers. Either, number one, actually four answers. Number one, Debe Rav says in the name of Rav that this guy actually filled the entire Rosh Hashanah with the barrels. So this guy had no option but to crash into one. Shmuel answers number two that it was dark. Rabbi Yochanan number three says that it was by a corner so he didn't have the option of looking where he was going the second he turned. He knocked it over. Now Papa says that I'm sure doesn't make sense like Rav that he filled the entire place up with barrels. Option two and three work. Rabbi Yochanan. But if the guy Malish fills up the entire Rosh Hashanah with barrels, then even if the guy didn't trip on it, if he actually went over and smashed one of the barrels to get through Rosh Hashanah, he would still be potter. Razud says in the name of Rava, it says, It's true. Uh, even if he would have uh, smashed the barrel to get through this Rosh Hashanah, now it's now filled with barrels, he would be chayev. So why did we say that if he, you know, trips on it and breaks it? Well, we wanted to say that for the Seifa, where it says that if the guy gets damaged by the thing which he broke, then the Balachovis is chayev. If the guy smashed it himself, then the Baal, then the Baal isn't going to be chayev for paying for what he intentionally smashed because he damaged himself. So in the Rish also, we use that lotion of you know, tripping over it. According to Rav, if you filled the entire Shazar Rabbim with it, he could go ahead and smash them to get through. The fourth answer to explain why the guy is not chayev, well, why the guy, yeah, why the owner is not chayev, why the guy who smashed it isn't chayev? What are you doing? You look where you're going. Sort of, uh, tells Ravashi that in uh, in the West, in Eretz Yisrael, they said in the name of Ula, people don't look where they're going. That's not normal. It's not expected. So you're not going to make chayev if you bump into something. In fact, there was a story in our Daw where Shmuel was mechayev, the guy who smashed the barrel. And the same in Pumbadisa with Rava. So now Shmuel, he would be Machai of someone if it wasn't dark. But Rava, does you agree with Shmuel that you're only going to be Potter if it was dark and you couldn't see where you were going? So if Papa explains, no, no, no. There, there is a time when you'll be Chayiv. 
when people are allowed to keep their b- barrels out on the street, when it's the time when everyone's pressing their olives and the, the room is full, so Rashi explains that over there you're allowed to leave your barrels out on the street until there's room inside. So over there, even though people don't normally pay attention, you have to look where you're going because everyone's keeping their barrels out here. So now it's, it's the pedestrian's job to pay attention. Next, Rechista sends a message to Rav Nachman. Hello, Rav Nachman. Let me ask what you think about these halachas. I heard that in uh, Babel, if someone knees somebody, it's very embarrassing, he has to pay three slime. If he kicks him, that's five. If he damages him with his donkey's saddle, which is even more embarrassing, he's 13 slime. If he hits him with the handle of a shovel or the blade of a shovel, what's the halacha over there? So Rav Nachman sends back to Rav Oh, hold on a second. These are Knasim. You guys can't be Mechai of Knasim in Babel. You have the din of a Knas. You guys can't enforce it over there. So Ibn Ahmed says, okay, so what is the case that we're talking about? Oh, so he sends them like this. The case was that there was a shared cistern of water. Two people used to draw water from it, taking turns every other day. And one day... Uh, it was B's turn, and A comes and starts drawing water. So B turns to A and goes, hey, hold on, today's my day. And A doesn't listen. So B took his shovel, and he whacked him. The handle of his shovel. And he says, oh, no, 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 get out of here. This, this is my water time. Ooh, so, so Rev Nachman says, great. He could have hit him a hundred times. Even according to the man, the Omaru says that someone should not take Din into his own hands. Take it to court. Let Bezden take care of it. If going to court is gonna is gonna take a further loss to you, even that Tana agrees that you could take matters into your own hands. This guy is he's drawing water without resource right now. You gotta whack him with the shovel. Rabbi Huda says that a person should not take the din into his own hands. Rabbi Nachman says that he can, but when there's a loss, everyone agrees you could take the din into your own hands. Meaning, if the guy is stealing money from you and you happen to have something. If the, if the guy stole money from you and you have something in your possession which is his, you don't have to give it back to him and then schlep him to Besden to try to get Besden to give you back what you wrote. You can hold on to that thing in lieu of payment. Behuda says that person, a person should not take the din into his own hands. Rabbi Nachman says that, it, that, that one may. When there's a loss, they both agree that you could take care of it. Now, the whole machlek is when there's no imminent loss. Behuda says, don't take matters into your own hands right now. Let Besden even the playing field. While Rabbi Nachman says, we don't make you schlep out to Bezdin, you can take care of it if you have the means to without Bezdin. The Maisa, you're doing what Bezdin would do. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.